This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Welcome to the BBC Music Magazine podcast. You can subscribe to the magazine by visiting classical-music.com or to our interactive iPad edition by visiting iTunes.com. BBC Music Magazine is now an official Apple Music curator and you can listen to our exclusive playlists by visiting applemusic.com slash bbcmm. Joining me in the studio today is our reviews editor, Rebecca Franks, to talk about our July issues recording of the month. This time it's a recording of the complete Beethoven symphonies on audio and on Blu-ray video uh, with the Berlin Philharmonic conducted by Sir Simon Rattle. Rebecca, it's an absolutely cracking recording, isn't it? It really is. I mean, these are landmark symphonies and symphonies that every conductor wants to record and every orchestra wants to record. And of course, both the Berlin Phil and Simon Rattle have, have done them before. But I think this is a really fantastic set. Um, there's great sound, great performances. And if you want to, you know, if you're new to the Beethoven symphonies or if you are a collector of Beethoven's symphonies, I think this set has something for you. But he's not actually recorded these with the Berlin Philharmonic in their entirety on disc before. No, he's done, I mean, he's done them with, with the, the Vienna, Vienna Philharmonic, Philharmonic. But I mean, yeah. this is this is a set that you kind of would have thought would have been out by now. And actually, it'll probably turn out to be his final big statement before he leaves for London in uh, next year. And he's been doing, I mean, he's done Sibelius and he's done Schumann symphonies. Um, but I, I think there's still, uh, Beethoven is still the, the god of the symphony in a way. And there's still a challenge for every musician and every conductor well, let's to hear, be found. Well, let's hear the opening of one of the greatest uh, Simply number five. 
Well, that was You Don't Need Me to Tell You, the opening to Simply Number 5. It's very difficult uh, not to keep talking about superlatives with this recording. I think the sound, as you say, is extraordinary and, and the tempos seem um, you know, very balanced and, and, and just right. Um, the orchestra on fantastic form. I mean, we were talking a bit earlier that Simon Rattle sometimes perhaps micromanages from time to time. I can't see that. I don't see that in this at all. And I think, I mean, he would be the, the sort of in some ways the first to admit it. I know he, he said in sort of an interview we did with him for the magazine that sometimes he he, he felt like he, he micromanaged things and he tried not to. And I feel it's very fresh and there's a lovely kind of... Um, just an energy to it the whole way through that feels like it's very alive um, and you don't get that sense of it being sculpted and kind of studio and, you know, all those things. And you have the clarity here. I think the, the clarity really comes through. It's in beautiful, pristine sound and you can hear every instrument and that's partly the recorded sound and partly, you know, the work of the orchestra and, and Simon Rattle. Mm. I, I, I think the um, that clarity and that wonderful attention to detail really comes through, I think, in the slow movement of the third. In many ways, so little happening, but so much happening. You know, the strings so rich and so poised. I, th I think we just hear the beginning of that. bleak momentum of that <laughs> yeah absolutely completely um devastating sound from the strings yes yeah, so it's kind of lack of vibrato the bass growls really there as well <laughs> I mean, it's 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 um it's it's wonderfully moving stuff actually and you get a real sense i think of throughout this recording of the of the real journey that beethoven goes through i mean from the from the very sort of um revolutionary number one sort of breaking through that sort of symphonic mould after Haydn and Mozart. And, and even in number three there, when it's, you know, this huge expansion of the, the symphony and uh, with the funeral march, it automatically makes you think of Mahler and the symphonies to come later, which are always filled with these funeral marches. Mm, absolutely. Um, and, and, and what is great about this is that, you know, if you do have a Blu-ray player, you, you don't have to keep putting discs, you know, in and out of your CD player. You can just put the mm. lot on and sit back. And listen to, um, you know, a, a seven hours of, of Beethoven. <laughs> however long and and it's got and, quite and, an addictive and, quality, actually. This uh, I did start sit down and basically <laughs> listen to it all in one go. Yeah, or even watch them on two um, Blu-rays. Um, yeah, which again is is, is a very powerful um, document, I think. Yes, yeah, and we, you know, you, as you say, you, we get this journey through the symphonies, and it's interesting the contrast as well. I mean, Rattle talks about how. Beethoven was very good at opposites, so you, he always seems to let the opposite be true within the same sort of moment. And the fifth, which we heard, is kind of paired, I suppose, with the sixth, yet they couldn't be more different. Mm. And, you know, and then we're in, yet again in a completely different world in the seventh. Are we talking of opposites? I think we should listen to the um, the Allegretto from number seven, a movement that seems to have a almost dance quality, but such a tragic dance quality. Yeah, I think and Wagner I think... called this the apotheosis of the dance. Absolutely. 
it's clearly music making of people who just adore this music. I mean, so lovingly crafted and so beautifully shaped. I mean, every single phrase is thought through. And there loads of little details there, you know, just, you know, like a viola line coming through or just a little gentle holding back change in dynamic there. Everything has just been so meticulously felt and thought about. Mm, and I, and I, when, when, that's, when that theme comes in a second time, the way that, uh, that, that there's just an ever so slight accent to sort of reintroduce, to slightly held back. I mean, the most subtle rubato, but it makes such a difference to, to the whole shape of the movement, I think. Yeah, and I think you can find that, and you can sort of point to any passage, really, in, in these performances and find interesting details there. And there's so much joy as well in this music-making, I think. You yeah, know, I and mean, energy. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I think we should, obviously should hear the, that passage from Symphony No. 9, the Ode to Joy, because it, it, it really is such an explosion of... of, of music making of exhilaration of 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 joy of happiness moments there I think it's a real outburst of joy isn't it really mm. and he brings a real kind of spring to, to the music absolutely so that's the um, Beethoven Symphony 1 to 9 uh, played by the Berlin Philharmonic under Sir Simon Rattle um, and I think that brings us to the end of our podcast join us next month we'll be talking about the August issues recording of the month so it's goodbye from us goodbye goodbye Thank you for listening to this BBC Music Magazine podcast, which was produced in our Bristol studio by Jack Fletcher. For more of our podcasts, visit our website at classical-music.com or simply head to iTunes.